Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Again, you've got myself, Luke Donnelly, Andy Gayton and Mark Stevenson. And this week we've got a special guest, Trinity Guild Club Development Officer, Sean Noon. How are you doing, guys? It's Hi, Sean. Good to see you and hear from you. Pretty big in. Hi, Sean. How are you getting on? I'm all right, actually. Um, I'm, yeah, enjoying lockdown, uh, sort of. Not, <laughs> but, you know, coping, coping, finding ways to do things like you guys are. So it's eleven. Just, uh, just been coaching some kids uh, via Zoom for about forty minutes. So I'm absolutely naked. You've been up club this week as well, haven't you, Sean? Yeah, I've been up club this week as well. Club's looking good. I tell you what, fairway of dreams up there. I tell you, you want to see the pitch? It's amazing. Build it, they'll come unless it rains. So, Sean, one of the first questions we asked the guests are how did they get started at the Guild? So, so how did you get started? You know, it's pretty much the same as, um, I think, Mark, actually. Um, we, we played at Ullathorne together and there was a PE teacher there. Uh, not PE teacher, it was a design tech teacher, wasn't he? Mr. Malloy. And he wanted a rugby team. Yeah, so, we got involved. Off. We got involved sort of like, you know, playing in that. Mark was the year above, I was the year below. Um, and then um, Steve Siddons, Steve Shirley, um, Steve Irwin, the three Steves, and Trev Spence all sort of came to do some um, Saturday morning sessions, didn't they? And we all sort of like, like Keen and Eager rocked up, played some rugby with those boys, and then they, uh, they decided to take us up to the Guild. So it used to be um, Steve Siddons knocking on the door. Uh, he'd say he'd be there for something like quarter to ten, but he'd then turn up at quarter past ten because he'd be busy banging on Stiffy's door saying, you know. <laughs> he must um, have been doing the Tile Hill run, he was. So, yeah. That was it. Yeah. So uh, and I, I'm, fa- I'm fairly certain, again, if we want to keep this in or not, but the uh, the phrase was, hand off cock, hand on sock. So, um, and, and he used to come and pick his all up. And we used to go in his, um, what was it? He had a big Peugeot estate, didn't he? A big white one. Yeah. Sort of like go on a tour to the guild and, uh, and then, and then we just like used to run around for a few hours, and then we'd meet the, the kids from Whitley who we didn't really want to be friends with, like Tommy and uh, Don Ackett. And then eventually brought Macker in from Woodlands. Oh my God, we were a rabble, weren't we? And uh, yeah, it was it was great. We just went from there, and, um, and 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 just went from strength to strength, really. Then we met the adult teams, and and you know, never looked back, really. So, Sean, uh, next question. Yeah. Where did you go on your first tour? Well, oh, it was, um, I've only been on one official tour with the Guild. That's because I was never allowed because um, of the women I was with. Um, but uh, we went to Exeter when I was a cult. Um, we, we, I brought with Mark and Andy and uh, a few others. And let me just say, it was, it was quite an eye-opening experience for, for a 16-year-old for a weekend. Um, not in a dodgy way, but, you know, the fact that, you know, we were all in fancy dress one day. You, you know, some people is the incredible Hulk. Um, some people is Braveheart. There's me dressed in a, a sort of um, my altar server gear because I was an altar server back then, you know, Catholic boy and all that. And uh, I had the nickname the Pope. And uh, I think I, I think the highlight of the morning was um, there was also somebody at the university where we were staying. He was like, like the right Reverend Wright or something. So he comes down in his sort of gowns and everything else. And we were sharing the halls with. Um, a, a football program convention or something and um we'd obviously been down there first and had all the banter with them and then he rocks up in his sort of robes and uh, uh and was immediately insulted by the fact that his fancy dress looked amazing and um and which sort of era of pope was he 
when actually in fact he was like the reverend of the university so you know that was that was always quite a an eye-opening one. Oh, <laughs> it's on it was brutal it was we got I'd, I'd be careful about what we say along those lines but yeah it was oh, uh, day, days gone by you wouldn't get away with it now no you I, I, I think we alluded to on an earlier one of the earlier podcasts we were just saying a Sunday <laughs> afternoon for us would be some of us would have a, a cheeky drink before the game then we'd definitely have a good drink after the game so you'd be going home at 12 one o'clock with a good couple of pints in you yeah, as kids, <laughs> it just it was. Yeah, I was alive, my old man with me. My old man used to come up on a Sunday, and even if he yeah. just dropped me off, he'd come back. He'd come up to pick me up a little bit earlier, and he'd nip in for a beer. Because Steve Shirley or Drew Clark would be like, "Have a beer, Dave. Have a beer." And I'm like, "Bloody hell!" Yeah. <laughs> He's all, and the old table football come out. Yeah, <laughs> it was, but it's a different time back then, wasn't it? Because the pubs used to open from like twelve till three, didn't they? And then close and all sorts. So, like Sunday yeah. drinking used to be like a whole different thing, didn't it? It's it's, it's weird now in the mini and junior circuits, as in that there's some clubs that still try and do it. It's, it's it, you know you got you got some clubs that rock up to the guild expecting the bar to be on, and we were never about that really. We were just about getting up and running as a, as a mini and junior section. Um, but sometimes we'd have disgruntled visitors because the bar weren't on sort of, sort of thing. <laughs> At 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's, that's, even his, his, even his travelling uh, mini and junior section, that's, that's, <laughs> we wouldn't do that. We'd, we probably weren't a socialist bunch. Well, not always. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but the bar thing. Yeah, yeah. People drinking all day. It was a bigger culture back then I think it is now, especially in a modern way where you can't drink and drive. You, just, you never could, but you, you really can't do it now. Even in, <laughs> even in the adult game, I think it's changed the drinking side of things. Of course, it has massively. You know, you know, massive difference to. You think of the bar takings, the drop off in the bar takings uh, when 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 you know the clamp down on drink driving kicked in. Especially being up Rowdy Road, it was a real uh, it was a real struggle, weren't it? Because it mm. weren't taxes getting taxes up there wasn't the easiest thing in the world either. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> earlier doors, but 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 later on when, when we potentially mess people around a few times. Thing is, we can probably get we can probably get Ubers cheap enough now. Yeah, yeah. Now it won't be such a struggle. I think it's more though as well about having parties and things like that up there, and having themes. So you know, our silent disco and stuff like that. Yeah. Just doing more things like that, I reckon. Anyway. Oh, silent discos are wicked. Yeah, that's going to be good. There's some good good plans actually uh, coming up. So yeah, sure. So after your Colts, obviously you played for us for a while, and then you went off and did. A load of other rugby stuff. Uh, got yourself fairly well connected. Got a, quite a good CV behind you. Do you want to give us a quick run through of some of the bits that you've done over the years? Uh, yeah, what, so what have I done over the years? Um, so, yeah, played a little bit. Uh, I, I sort of moved clubs and, and moved sports and stuff. Um, I got really into touch rugby. Um, managed to do a little bit of, uh, did some England training camps for, for over 35s, which was absolutely knackering and eye-opening, but really sort of opened my eyes to a bit of coaching and and stuff there. Played some rugby league as well. Did some coaching rugby league at uh, Cov Bears and um, played a little bit for the Cov Bears Academy, which was again absolutely the bloke of my size. It bloody hurts. Um, and then um, I got into um, I, I work in a special school, so I'm an assistant head at a special school. So I work with a lot of youngsters with autism. And it was about the same time that wasps came into uh, the city. And I knew the uh, community director at the time, Neil, 
and we, we'd struck up some conversations about how we can make a big impact in the community. So um, I put a proposal together to get a um, club together for youngsters with autism and learning difficulties because there's just nothing out there. And we've got now got a club running that's been about running four years. That's got about 35 youngsters. We've got two other clubs running as well, which are all around inclusion. So that's adult and youngsters with learning disabilities or, or disabilities. And yeah, I've slowly worked my way into sort of WASP, so coach for them um, on some of their community programs, um, work with some of the academy lads as well, talk to them about life skills and stuff. And, um, and then the opportunity to come back to the guild. Uh, you know, the, the place was, was going somewhere. It's uh, a blank canvas. There's so much potential. It would be a shame not to try and create something special for, you know, the community going into the future. Excellent. That's really good. And that was something we were keen to get you back for, uh, because obviously you've got good connections, good ideas, managed to strike a, or to build a few things up. So it was really good to have you back uh, as our community development officer. Uh, community development officer. And you've got a few things in the pipeline already. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, what's been really successful this year is we uh, dipped our toe in and I've got good connections with one of the chaps at WASP, uh, Jordan, who's also the uh, rugby development officer at Coventry University. And uh, we got the women uh, to come and, and train at the Guild and they probably had their most successful season to date. Um, they won the varsity game against Warwick for the first time in 29 years, which is huge. Uh, they didn't just beat Warwick, they absolutely spanked them by 60-odd points, and they managed to do that three times over the season, which is, you know, unheard of. Unbeaten in the league, uh, and the only thing that I think has stopped them sort of getting promoted is the coronavirus. So, so those girls, you know, we've got three or four of them that are going off to play representative rugby and... Uh, it, it's amazing and the offshoot of that is that we're hoping to set up um, a women's team at the guild linked to Coventry University which will again you know we've got so much potential there's so many women who want to play the game now it's absolutely huge whereas the men's game is shrinking the women's game is, is growing so I think you know to be able to get our own women's team up there and grow and develop something over the next few years is going to be a phenomenal opportunity for everybody what other things got in the pipeline as well um, yeah looking to create our own inclusive team as well so um, the kids that I work with they, when they get to 18 they need a, an exit pathway as it were and maybe start looking to play um, an adult version of the game with adults so we've got the opportunity again at the Guild to get some sort of like touch sort of um, altered rules sort of games going uh, I've got a lot of people that I've worked with on the move like a pro program from Wasps as well who are very keen to to, to move into the Guild and uh, and maybe you know that they see that as an opportunity for themselves as well to to establish you know that this this inclusion stuff as their own right to, to then start playing other clubs like Old Lems who set up a team and uh, and then they've got another team in Birmingham that have set up so actually it would be, be wonderful to get the club used in lots of different ways not just sort of like senior rugby which is sort of like you know the model of old but rugby-based activities and community activities, which I, I think the Guild will be amazing at. Excellent. No, it's really good. And definitely it's something we're really keen to promote as a club is, is like you say, we're not just looking at that one-trick pony, which is the senior men's rugby anymore. Uh, it's looking at all the different opportunities we've got, working, you know, developing our mini and juniors. 
and then also splitting them, you know, the women's, the men's, the inclusive rugby as well. So, so yeah, really exciting times. Plenty of work for you to do as well. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. But, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm just using my, using my links and, uh, and like I said, it's just, um, it's, it's good. It, I, I've always loved the club and it's good to give something back. And it's good to try and, like I say, I think uh, when I met you all guys, we're all custodians of the club, don't we? We want that club to get stronger and stronger. Absolutely. So, so actually, when we're in our 70s, we can sit around the old farts table and talk about how brilliant we were when we played, when we weren't actually that great. But, you know. I think we're only one chair away from that old farts table at our age. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll be about it. Sure, we, said, we touched earlier about uh, you popping up the club this week. Um, yeah. So just talk about what the plans are in terms of opening the club up. Um, so I've been, been having a bit of, bit of creative thinking, obviously, because like coronavirus, uh, it, 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 it's social distancing. But um, went up this week with, uh, let me just drop a name here, Jacob Umanga, England um, uh, International. Um, and we did a bit of kicking and uh, we did a bit of kick golf around there. And we realised, actually, there's potential to... Um, you know, get up in groups of six, do some kick and skill golf around the club, your social distancing, you've all got your own ball, you can have your own times up there and everything else, actually getting people to use the club, because the bar can be open, but obviously, you know, you can you can bring drinks out and stuff, you can take away, so, so obviously we can get the club open again. Um, uh, rugby circuits we could do as well, you know, setting up things around the pitch, so it's about being creative really and getting people to realize that we're there and that we're a facility that, that we can be being, you know, can be used and we can be being used safely. You know, we don't need to all be in the club. You know, we might just need one toilet open, but, but yeah, it's so, so much potential for, for, for us to, to start making a difference now. And sure, we popped in the cellar and what we've got, we've got some beer, we've got a drink, ain't we? Oh, Jesus Christ, boys. I hope you like out of date stuff. <laughs> Been drinking it up the gold for years. <laughs> that, 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 probably, Sniffy, Sniffy, that probably explains the smells from your arses. You, you know, Jesus, I've never. I, I mean, look, one anecdote, right? Okay, Sniffy's arse. Okay, it's the worst one you've ever come across. We were doing a drill when we were like, must have been in our twenties, and you had to run around in a circle passing this ball. Sniffy let one go, and we're talking let one go. So as you're running around this circle, you kept going into this cloud, right, of stiffies like stink. And we were there for about five minutes choking. It was just ridiculous. But yeah, that's probably one of my memories of stiffy up there. God. You haven't trained with Russ Knox then? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was always in front of Russ Knox. So <laughs> oh, you're all right then. <laughs> Well, let's go on to Stiffy uh, shitting himself. Lads, <laughs> 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 oh, this is absolute gold. This is really good little uh, podcast. Oh, uh, my God. I'll uh, tell you what, so though, I can't wait to see I've, I've got to take some bits out. But <laughs> <laughs> When we get out of this, just building this year is going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. So we need everybody in all sorts of roles. But it, Not, but it's, the, the community is the bit that we need to do, don't we? It's building that whole culture, isn't it? And and essentially, we've got the culture with the minis and juniors. We've got a reset with the, the girls. You know, they're coming with their culture anyway. We've just obviously got just to tailor the club culture to them a little bit. Uh, the inclusive stuff, you know, their culture is pretty strong as, as they are quite inclusive. But 
it's just that, that we haven't really got that culture for the guys, have we? And we haven't got any youngsters. That's the problem. What we have, yeah. we have missed out on is a fantastic set of Baz Franklin's put in place with the O2 Touch. Mm. That's been that's been incredible. There's been a lot of that is, in, in time for that, and it's it's grown it's grown really well to the point where we played off to see the tournament at Wasps uh, quite new yeah. quite new to the game at that point, and you you was there and you refed some of the games, didn't you, for us? That was that was hilarious. Dave Carter with no breaks. <laughs> Yeah, it's touch, Dave. You have to go back to the touch. Yeah, out the stand there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's, that's how Dave plays touch. I know, I know. Moza style. Yeah. It was, it was eye-opening for you guys as well, wasn't it, to play, uh, play, play like proper touch? You're like, oh my God, what's going on? It's so it, fast. It was weird because, I mean, obviously rugby's, a, you know, it's, 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 there's a lot of sportsmanship involved, but it's touch. So, I, personally, I'm not used to play, getting on a pitch and it not being... More aggro. We actually had a bit of aggro, didn't we? <laughs> the last yeah, time we yeah, yeah. Of it. But um, this ain't staying in. Uh, but yeah, it was oh, no, no, that that could definitely stay in. I think you should talk about your tactic when you're blown out your ass. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm blown out my ass. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a breather. <laughs> yeah, Smack. yeah, um, yeah. It, it was, it was a touch. So, what do you mean? What do you mean? My arm was high. Close lines of touch. That's fine. <laughs> lethargic attempt at a, a, a clear out. I think it was boys, wasn't it? A lazy attempt. La- at a lazy tackle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sean, this has been wicked, mate. This has been spot on. I just said to the boys, it's quite a lot of fun. Have we discussed next week we're going to start a trial and then we'll be looking then to open up after that? Is it worth mentioning that? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, um, I'd love to, to try and see if we can get up there on Thursday with the, some, some social distancing stuff and, you know, have some pods of six and stuff, come up and do a bit of kick golf and, and have a look. I think that, that would be quite easy to do. Um, and then I think if we can get that to work and I can get the a course sorted out then actually the Saturday or the Sunday we could open up for a little slot for the minis and juniors to come up but again them coming at certain times we'd have to sort of say right okay this is this tee off time next person can be half an hour and working all that out with the risk assessment and, and going through the school with Mr Bellum. So that's about it for this week's podcast cheers Oren for joining us it's been a blast. Absolute pleasure gentlemen love it looking forward to it looking forward to seeing you all in person when we can. Absolutely and we can have a diet coke. Cheers, boys. Luke? Coke Zero, mate. Coke Zero. Cheers, boys. Coke Zero. (laughs) See you later. Cheers, all. Bye.